0: Where did I park? Welcome to another journey in trying to find out where did I park. I'm your host Chris, better known as CP, and I'm here to park some of my thoughts and feelings so I can clear my head and get my life together. So here goes nothing. What's going on parking lots? another day to be great another great day to be good Uh, whatever you need to do i hope you go get it Uh, how's everybody doing Uh, i know i'm doing pretty well to be honest with you uh things could be better things could be worse but i'm in a really good space um i'd like to expand my space and get to a greater space but i ain't gonna complain oh shoot i had some technical difficulties my bad thank you editing But anyways, uh, before I get started, I want to do a couple quick shout outs. Um, One shout out to my man, Kenny. He called me out in one of his uh, recent episodes of his podcast, I Lead the Way. So uh, I'm definitely going to have to pull up on him and invite him into the parking lot. We got something in the work eventually. Um, Also wanted to say what's up to my good friend, Kimberly, who's literally known me pretty much my whole life. Uh, She just got her marathon on and finished in good time and i'm happy for her and excited and i know she's a loyal listener so i have to shout her out hopefully she's taking a little bit of a rest Uh, not too long of a rest because you got to get back out there but i hope it all worked well i think the detroit marathon is definitely on my schedule for next year and and last but not least i want to shout out my dog luke uh luke is always tuning in he's always pulling into the parking lot and uh, I actually had to pull into the parking lot and wait on him recently, uh, But it was all for a good cause because I had to deliver that shirt. So he's rocking the uh, where did I park gear. So definitely, big shout out to all three of them in their own special ways. I appreciate, appreciate. I, said what I, said. <laughs> I appreciate you and your listenership and your support. And uh, let's keep on moving. Yo, so we're, are we in a moment for HBCUs again? Um. Jackson State going crazy, thanks to Dion Coach Prime. Uh, It's a homecoming season. Um, You already know where I was at. Uh, Jiho is back in full effect. Uh, If you haven't been, you need to go. Uh, It would behoove you to go and check it out instead of complaining about why we call ourselves Jiho and what other homecoming you've done or the same one you do every single time is the best one ever because you know everybody. That's all fine and good. I'm not saying it's not bad. I go to other homecomings, well, when I used to. I used to go to other homecomings they were cool they were dope i had fun i ate good i drank good um in my single days i'd holler at people it was all it was all what it was supposed to be what did the kids say it was giving what it needed to give but um g-ho still g-ho I said what I <laughs> and if you said. haven't been it's really hard to compare it's really hard to be like how they call themselves the greatest if you ain't even stepped foot in the state so take a trip. Uh, next year will be super special because spring 2003 will be turning 20 in the meantime and we will be representing on the yard. So I'm pretty excited about it. I'm also pretty old but I'm gonna take it in stride and I'm gonna eat good and drink good and I'm gonna be out maybe one last time and uh, oil up all the knees and put on the braces and Maybe I'll find a gold mood or two. I don't know. We'll see what happens. We'll We'll just kind of let the weekend dictate itself. But we got a little bit of time to plan. We got the first weekend in November, which is like the last time for homecoming, which sucks. But also, at least it's not on Halloween, so we don't have to split it with like trick-or-treating or anything like that. I don't know why we keep going last, but maybe it's the best. It is for me anyway. So happy homecoming season. A happy break from baseball for once, even though we'll be cranking up in a little bit. And uh, that's life. So should I talk about Kyrie Irving or is everybody already exhausted? I feel like I'm already exhausted, to be honest with you. I feel like uh, every group chat has been popping. Every TV show has been talking about it. And none of us really, really know. I think that we're all kind of projecting, and this is probably myself included, we're projecting on what we would want to happen from him or what we would want him to do. And we're kind of thinking how we want him to think to support our narrative. I also think that more than one thing can be true at a time and more than one thing can be false at a time. And if there's anything we know about him is he is very much not polar. Um, He's no-polar as opposed to bipolar or anything like that. Um, He, well, that would be he has no polarity. Sorry. I promise I got a couple degrees. At any rate, um, I think he just operates in the gray area. And I do think he has a desire to sound like the smartest person in the room. And I think somewhere in between there or throughout there, uh, he found himself... Uh, a little bit further down the line than he had planned to be and he didn't quite have the words to get himself out but also um he realized that it wasn't something that he wanted to stand for and i don't blame him on the fact of you know wanting to be made a big example not necessarily it's in the terms of like butt breaking but just you know when somebody's trying to um you know put you on the summer jam screen to be an example and he don't want to do that. Now I think it's going to cost him a lot more than he's going to want to do. But also in terms of the rest of his career, it's kind of par for the course. If anything, this is a, a crescendo, but he's been leading up to a lot of volatility anyway, between teammates, between coaches, between, um, his desire to even be up out there. Uh I think he's got far more opinions than we're used to from somebody so good at what he does in terms of uh, sports, and that's what's kind of driving everything. Uh, Usually, it's somebody who's not that good or on the decline or before they take off, and he is kind of um, really, really good and also has a lot to say, and he probably has more to say than he realizes and it sometimes catches him up. Um, having said that, I mean, he's not all the way out in left field. I'm not necessarily putting on the purple robes and standing out on the street corner or anything or selling any DVDs that Jeff Bezos is going to profit off of. But, you know, he's he's got points, but then he's also got some other things and because he's not one way or the other. It's making people kind of get upset because they can't put him in one specific box. And so now that they're trying to, I just don't think it's going to go well. So shout out to him. Shout out to you for how you feel and what you believe. I'm more than willing to listen. I don't think I'm up for any debate or argument, but I also believe that this is a whole bunch of gray area so I'd love to see where you're at on the gray area and if you're nowhere I salute you because it is ain't no point um so we're all just kind of waiting and seeing and seeing how this goes um I mean we'll see (laughs) that's the best (laughs) I can say and I I don't think I'm choosing sides I think I'm just choosing to sit back and watch and and really see where we go from here and let people kind of reveal who they are and let the league reveal who they are, even though we think we know and let Kyrie attempt to reveal who he is. And I also think he's still trying to figure some of that out. And as he gets information, he jumps out there with it. Um, So maybe if anything, he just takes a second to reflect on the information before he gets all the way out there with it. So he doesn't um, run around corners that he's not prepared for Either way, go Pistons. (laughs) That's all I got. So my oldest, Jackson, is 10. And so my wife and I are steady in conversation and trying to, you know, start introducing more of the world to him. And it's funny because a couple other people were talking about introducing their kids to the world a little more. Uh, as they start to go into these times, because I think we all came from a generation where a lot of things were taboo, or you had to learn from TV, or the internet, and I'm not just talking about sex, or anything like that, but a lot of life was left up to you to live, and maybe your parents, or, or guardians, or mentors were there to answer some questions, or to pick you up when you fell, or something like that. So. I guess in this newer generation, we're trying to make sure we parent a little more actively. Is that the right word? I don't want to say better because well, we got a hell of a lot of things to do. <laughs> but um, I think we want to prepare our kids a little better. Um, or at least try to, to like, tell us we're, we suck at it and hate us. But uh, so we've been you know, figuring out where our spots are and how do we have the conversations that we need to have to, uh, whether it's about sex or whether it's about, um, just embracing your religion or embracing who you are as a young black boy. Uh, shout out to Eugene Banks, young black boy, young black girl, young black scholar. But, um, you know, how do we figure out, you know, what works for him and how do we have those conversations? So, um, you know, as he, comes home from school and you know asks those questions or, or sees what he sees and figures out what he's watching or shouldn't have watched on tv uh, we're there for him and you know we've really been you know figuring out the best ways to you know, introduce some of those topics like i said and you know we're sitting here thinking like you know how do we move further with some of the early you know sex conversations and hormones and puberty and all that stuff and we're sitting there trying to tiptoe into a conversation about you know what is he hearing what is he curious about or what does he have questions on based on you know anything that his him and his friends are talking about stuff like that and this fool was like well yeah we've been talking about Jeffrey Dahmer and I was like oh shit oh no <laughs> That did not go the way I thought it was gonna go, because um, you know they had the uh, the Dahmer next Netflix special, which has been a uh, really good, um, and I was watching. I'm um, probably more than halfway through it at this point. Um, me and my wife were supposed to watch it together, but then she ran off on the plug twice and watched it. And then she talking about she'll wait for me and we'll watch it together. But who told you that? Anyways, um. So I'm almost done with it. But I think the crazy part on my side of it is, one, having remembered a lot of that stuff when it was happening, not in full detail like they have it, but just remembering like the news articles and the news stories and everything like that and knowing the the wild part of it. It's fascinating to kind of relive. But also, like as a grown man, in living life and, and seeing the way the world has been, and feeling the way the world has treated you, Oh, it's so upsetting the way that the portrayal of the police and the interaction with authorities that the people like in the apartment complex were trying to get, and this, the the passes that he would get, like that's the worst part to me. I mean, obviously, you know, he had like bodies in the fridge. <laughs> that's that's bad, and you know, he was you know chopping and screwing literally, but. The what I didn't realize or what I was too young to realize was how messed up it was asking for help and and just people giving them the benefit of the doubt and the role that the parents played in it. I'm like, oh, man, that was it, it just got my blood boiling, just how corrupt things were. And I don't even know if corrupt is the word. It might just been lackadaisical. Um, and I just wonder how many of the things that, you know, policies have changed or come into play as a result of the inaction um, It's wild. I mean, I, I suppose that's the not only highlighting the story of what was going on, but I think the it's also equally as important how little um people uh, took for granted the the things that he was doing and it made it really easy for him to get away with it Um, man how sad was that like oh man it just it got me really upset just all the improper handling of those things was just ah, oh it bothered me so much um but yeah so i guess that's just a uh i guess that's the way life works we're sitting here prepared to you know, to go to birds and bees level two or three, whatever level we're on. And he's up here talking about Jeffrey Dahmer. So parent of the year award goes to us yet again. Um, <laughs> also in that same light, uh, you know, when you're being an example, just be careful because kids are listening to everything and they're picking up on the words you say. And no matter if it's a Sunday or if it's after church or if you're just blessing the food like you normally do. Try not to, like, hurt yourself or drop anything and, and immediately cuss right after. You don't want to confuse the kids. Not saying that's ever happened to me. <laughs> but, you know, just in case, like, if you're doing something and you're trying to give God some glory, like, give it a give it a minute or two. Give it a, a, a space before you start dropping some other bombs. Um, you know, you, you can't give it to God and then take it right back that's it. or ask for a return. So let him do what he needs to do to your life. Uh, so he don't smite you down before your mouth get in the way and write some checks that you can't (laughs) cash. But again, that's just hypothetical. It's not like that ever happened to me, and it's not like it ever happened in front of people. But just in case, that's for your benefit. I did that for you. (laughs) And the last thing I want to leave y'all with uh, or just ask your feedback. Are y'all listening to any new music? A lot of people are dropping a lot of albums. Some of them are good. Some of them are not some of them are drake and 21 and i don't care because i'm not a huge drake fan not saying he don't have jams or you know he can't make you move or every now and again he don't spit a bar but uh it just ain't my thing i like 21 um i don't love 21 but i like him i don't know if i love anybody out right now um but i like certain things um But I say that to say uh, I got put on to the new Lil Baby album and I kind of like Lil Baby and I like one song and I kind of like two songs. And then halfway through, I realized that I was really feeling it. And I was like, man, this goes hard. And so after analyzing it and getting through the whole, uh, I almost said CD, getting through the whole album, I realized that the reason I liked all these songs was because they all sound the same. So if I like one, or if I like two, like basic math will tell you, you kind of like them all. And I got a little wonky at the end. He had like some love song, that was kind of whack. But other than that, like, it was pretty good. And I don't know if that's an indictment on me, as a listener or an indictment on him as a rapper it's not like he's saying the same exact thing every single time and having the same exact beat but it almost is wild times man but i think it was pretty good um, i'd love to know who you all are listening to and what's fire for you and if you think it's cool that we talk about people getting shot or if they got shot or not anyway um that's all i got i'm just glad to be here um I'm glad to be back in the studio. The studio was down for a minute. We had to do some reconstruction. We had to do some moving around. I had to record for some wind tunnels a couple of times. Um, But I'm really excited to be back in business. So uh, shout out to you all for listening. Um, Tell a friend. Like, subscribe, share. Do all the things. Put me on. Um, And just uh, let me know what I can do for you when you pull up in the parking lot. So having said that, uh, have a good day and let's get to some uplift. All right, so you might have noticed that I have touched on a lot of the things that have happened recently, um, like Kyrie and everything like that, and I think it's completely separate from Kanye and what he's going through or Yay and what he's putting himself through and everything like that. Um, either way, I think we might be giving these people a little bit too much credit. Um, I'm not saying they're not uh, smart in their own mind or have their own, uh, talent or abilities or even strokes of genius in specific avenues. Um, but I think that again, we might be using their platforms that they provide for us to highlight or project the things that we would want to do with our platform or we would want to do with a scenario or situation. And it's not always that simple. Um, Very few people are as intelligent as they put on to be. And we find that in our own lives. True, We're all uh, only but so smart, even in the things that we know about. So how can we expect people who spend most of their time being perfect at their craft to have the time to you know, indulge in research and get thorough on some things that they are going through. So there's a lot that happens and I don't think it's fair to them or to us to assume that they're doing everything we would want them to do in our minds. Having said that, um, you know, whether it's chestnut checkers or anything like that, whether Gay meant to go um, ham like he did, or whether Kyrie meant to go like he went, I think it's important to recognize that even if you plan to be a disruptor, even if you plan to change the culture or change the narrative or shake some things up as a new manager, a new leader, um, new parent, new officer, whatever you are, um, even if you have a grand plan to make change or be um, an agent of chaos, you may be able to control the Hulk but you can't control what the Hulk smashes. It might be your goal to get angry. It might be your goal to get loud. It might be your goal to get in the way It might be your goal to um, be different. It might be your goal to stand out. It might be your goal to um, Take a stand. It might be your goal to say something. It might be your goal to speak your mind. And that's perfect you can do those things. You can, you know, let something lapse so that it activates your trigger and you turn into that beast or that monster. You might need that to survive in that environment, but be very careful because when you're in that altered state or when you reach that goal of being that person that you want to be or want to present, you don't always have control of what that state does or what you do in that mindset or mind frame. Sometimes we're so far gone that we don't know how to get back. Sometimes we know enough on how to get to that place, but we don't know what to do once we're there. And that's when you can find yourself in dangerous territory in dangerous water and it's hard to get back. Maybe that's what we're seeing with some of these people we look up to. And maybe that's what we're seeing in our lives, whether it's a position, whether it's a role, um, whether it's a responsibility, um, whether it's that stand that you wanted to take. Sometimes you put all your eggs in the basket of getting out or standing there. And then once you're there, you don't know what to do. If you think about one of the great movies, Shawshank Redemption, um, everybody's goal was to get out whether legally, you know, through parole or, you know, time served or or breaking out. Everybody's goal was to get out. But once they got out, they weren't always sure how to live. They all struggled at that grocery store. They all struggled, you know, trying to get to the next place. Um, They'd been so accustomed to living one way and spending so much time trying to get to another way. that once they got there, they had already you know, been spent and not said wasted away, but they were out of ideas. And that's not saying that you have to be perfect and have everything fulfilled and planned out. But you can monitor your speed, you can monitor your actions to make sure that you're allowing yourself the opportunity to grow and learn and develop as you take those stands and as you push forward. I think having the right mindset of um, creating change is a positive thing, but you still have to be willing and ready and able to develop so that you can be that example that people are looking for you to be and hoping that you are, because the voice of the platform that you have might just be the idea that somebody needs to make sure they stay in the lab or stay in the gym or stay in the books or stay in, you know, the podcast or stay wherever they're staying so, um, do yourself the favor of not only managing what you do when you're trying to get to the next place, but how you go about doing it. And I think you'll be better for it. Life comes at you fast. I'm just trying to keep up with yesterday. But I'll be back soon to unleash some more of the good, bad, and ugly. And I hope you join me again. Because once I get done figuring out how I'm going to tame my own beast, I'm definitely going to need some help trying to remember where. Did I park? Park.